FNG Podcast. We're back at it with another episode. I'm Big O. And I'm Gator. What's up, man? Uh, Cam signed this week. What do you think? Man, I saw that shit. I saw that. I was, uh, I mean, that's good for Cam, I guess. Uh, he finally got signed. Yeah, yeah, it's good for Cam, man. I, I'm, I'm not quite sure about Belichick and Cam, though. Like, Belichick is just so hard-nosed. Like, I think it's on a whole nother level than what he was with with Ron Rivera. Because I know Ron Rivera is another hard-nosed coach, but it ain't it ain't Bill Belichick. My Okay, so my question is, you know, he just he just signed, but they haven't announced him as he's coming in to be the starting quarterback. No, they haven't. They're, they're saying it's going to be a, a duel between him and the other no-name quarterback that they had at the time. I think that's why they picked him up. They're not real confident in the guy they had at the time. I, I, I remember looking up his name, dude, and I cannot remember it. Like, that's how no name he is. It was like, uh, no, I was thinking it was like a Jared or some shit like that. No, it was like, I don't even remember, dude. I'm not even going to try to remember. But, I mean, so there's a lot of uproar about how uh, former NFL MVP signing to only one year, and it's heavily incentive-based. Do you think that was uh, a desperation sign for Cam to just make sure he had a job? No, I, I think this is a, uh, a prove-it moment for him. He's been known as a uh, injury-prone in the past two or three seasons. Hasn't been very productive. He hasn't been the MVP that he was in, what, 2016, 2017? Uh, yeah, I think it was about 2015, actually. Damn, that long ago? Well, but he, regardless, he's not the MVP candidate that he was. Now, I'm not saying that he's a bad quarterback. Oh, yeah. But I'm saying this is a prove it year for him. He's just a bridge gap. Like, do I see him as long term with the Patriots? Fuck no. But this is a good opportunity for them to, or for him to find his groove, stay healthy. And then find a good paying gig next year. Yeah, because I, I think that's the other thing that a lot of teams had concern with was his health and having health issues. Talking about uh his shoulders and then his foot mainly. But he needs to earn the starting job and then prove it. Yeah. I mean whether well, and then the problem is with no offseason, there was no way for anybody to really look at him. Oh, he got a physical in April before all COVID shit happened. Okay, well, what can he do on the field? You know, he posts these workouts and stuff like that, and that's all fine and dandy, but the question is, how does he feel the next day? How does he feel that next week? You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know, man. I think we're just going to have to wait and see how he does. Um, I think that he's got that chip on his shoulder. That's what it is. He, I think he feels like the Panthers quit it on him. The Panthers let him go too early. That he knew he still have a lot of left in the tank. Because he's still young, like young. He's not super old. But he's got... He had too many injuries and he felt like the Panthers didn't believe in him. 
Well, I mean, they 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 signed him to his big contract extension, and look what he did. Nothing. They didn't make the playoffs. Constantly hurt. Not putting up big numbers. I mean, what do you what do you, what do you want an organization to do when you're paying somebody big bucks to do big things and they're constantly hurt? Yeah, well, that's going to be the same predicament that you guys are going to be in. Yeah, so I mean, I, I don't, I don't think he took this as a. Uh, I hope I have a job. I think he, like you said, he has a chip on his shoulder and he's just trying to move forward. I think that that chip is going to motivate him enough to earn the starting job and play through his injuries. <laughs> they don't make him like that anymore, man. So uh, I don't think he will play through anything. But uh, if he can stay healthy. He'll earn he'll earn himself a new contract, long term contract. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty sure next year there's gonna be some... I wouldn't I wouldn't honestly I wouldn't be surprised is if he does this one year deal with the Patriots, earns a starting job, and he ends up in Cleveland next year, Baker Mayfield's out. Well I mean I guess I could see that. Baker's still what in his rookie contract, right? Yeah, but I think this is the last year they're gonna put up with him. If he can't get anything done. This year, I think he's out. I guess I could see that. I don't know if Cam would fit into Cleveland, but. Well, from the looks of it, these guys want money more than championships these days. So I wouldn't be surprised if he just goes there because they'll pay him. Well, and that that's the other thing, too. Like the noise right now going on, especially after the Cam pickup. You see the Patriots are trying to get uh, Beckham? No, I didn't. Yeah, so they're trying to – they're just exploring options to get him. Yeah. My deal is with that is I think it's fucked up. You had, as much as it pains me to say it, the goat on your team, and yeah. you didn't get him a fucking receiver. And then now – You get a injury-prone quarterback and want to get him a receiver. Exactly. Plus, you know, a a big name receiver like that, alongside Edelman, that that actually be scary. This is what I don't get. A lot of people are saying now that the Patriots, with the Cam signing, are contenders with the Chiefs. No, no. You still got Baltimore. Well, they they feel Baltimore's a still an up and comer. Like they don't think they don't believe in Lamar Jackson. They think he's two or three, especially with Mahomes, which that's understandable. Mahomes is a is a beast. Yeah, he's on another level. And I think that uh, I think that them saying that the Patriots now jump back up to one or two just with I, Cam. I think, that they, makes, I think they have to do that because it's putting respect on the Patriots name, dude. Like they just been so damn dominant for the last two decades, basically. Like it's just been an unbelievable run for those guys that they just feel like they have to put respect on their name. Now that they have an actual big name quarterback. Well, they were also talking about how, even though they lost Tom, I say it like we're friends, Tom, Mr. Tom, Mr. Tom, Mr. Brady, the goat himself. Even though they lost them, like their defense never changed, and that was their strong point. So, 
Well, that's true, man. That that motherfucker Gilmore, he's a bad motherfucker. Yeah, so I mean, I, I don't know. It'll it'll be interesting. Uh, I mean, to say the least. You, you're thinking. I think Cam would be a uh, significant upgrade at the quarterback position from what they had starting this offseason. But I don't know if he's enough to put him back in Super Bowl contention or anything like that. Huh? Expanded playoffs and stuff like that. Anybody who makes the playoffs is in contention. So. Well, that's starting this year, right? Yeah, I think so. So as long as you make the playoffs, you're always a contender. That is true. Any given Sunday, so. But uh, and then speaking of the Patriots, I mean, yeah, the Patriots trying to pick up uh, Beckham. Uh, you see the news about the Cowboys trying to or Clowney wanting to go to the Cowboys. I heard, yeah, I heard he was trying to take a uh, team friendly deal. Mm-hmm. To be able to be with the Cowboys, but that there's only two options that he prefers. And it was the Cowboys, and I think the other one was the Saints. So, well, I think uh, people really underestimate the the power of the star. The power of the star, yeah, yeah. Well, if uh, Santos, if you're listening, uh, hopefully the Saints don't get him, and he goes to the Cowboys. Just so you know. <laughs> so let's see what we got. COVID rising again. Oh, shit. We're just like back. You said, just like you said, the South will rise again, fool. Here comes COVID. COVID rising again. Yeah. Well, I mean, the thing about it was COVID didn't go nowhere. Yeah. You know where I think? I saw an article this week, too. Did you read or you watched it? I read it for it. Oh, it might have taken me a minute shit. to read it, okay. but I read it. But it was talking about how Austin is the biggest city to have the biggest spikes in the whole United States. I don't believe it. You don't believe it? No. Fake and news. After you think so? Well, I mean, here's the deal. Like, don't get me wrong. Travis and its surrounding counties are on the rise, but Houston is still putting up more numbers than us. Dallas is still putting more numbers than us. You know what I mean? Maybe they're doing it like per capita kind of thing you know what i mean like i mean because yeah. that, that can put shit out of context real quick yeah austin is the most cases compared to san marcus well no shit you know but i mean that's the thing everybody thought oh it's it's gone covid's gone well that's They're open that's, the state that's what happened with the uh, all the black life matter post or protest you know they had that great picture of everybody standing shoulder to shoulder in downtown and you're like, well, what happened to COVID? No, I'm pretty sure a lot of the spike came from that. Well, here, here's my deal. And everybody is all up on, the, you know, on Abbott's ass. They're like, well, the governor shouldn't have opened it. Well, that's not his fault. If the stove's on and the fire's there and you touch the fire, you're going to blame someone for turning on the stove? No, what the fuck? It's not like it just disappeared because he opened it. He opened it up for businesses to to not thrive, to to uh, function, to get to recuperate. Back. Yeah, I mean that's why they were at you know fifty percent, seventy five percent. You know, yeah. small things. Not 
let's flock to the bar. Let's go get fucked up. Yeah, COVID's gone. No, it was nothing like that. And uh, like that's that's the shit that pisses me off. And people are like acting amazed, you know. And it, it it's just frustrating. I mean, just frustrating. People. People talk about, oh, I don't want to wear the mask. Well, if you would have wore the mask to fucking begin with and chilled the fuck out, we wouldn't be in the situation now that we're in. Is that a shot at me for? No, because I was the same way. Yeah. I mean, I, I didn't. It, it wasn't about, like, to me, like, I got social distancing. I got wearing a mask in public. And I felt like had we stuck to the guidelines to where people who were high uh, risk, high risk to wear a mask and help protect. You know what I mean? Like me as a, as a, uh, you know, semi healthy young adult, I feel like I should have, I should be okay. I should be able to fight it off, you know, but you know, the elderly person over there, I mean, just out of, I guess it's more of a respect thing to me. I mean, if I can do my part and wear a mask for fucking 15, 20 minutes in the store to save a life, then fuck it. You know, who cares? Yeah. But at the same time, ignorance and, and passing the blame on to somebody else is, is not the answer. Like just fix yourself, you know? Yeah. Well, to be honest, dude, like I never really put other people's like perspective into mine. Like as far as like, being like, oh, well, if I don't wear a mask, then I'm only putting myself in danger, not other people. Right. So, but now that it's mandatory, I've gotten used to just like going ahead and popping it out of the tr- uh, uh, glove box because that's where I keep my pop it out of the glove box, go in the store with the mask on, come back out, and then I take it right back off. Like, it's not that big a deal. Yeah. I've just a- gotten used to it. Like, at first I was reluctant because I'm like, I don't need it and stuff like that, but now that it's like full on mandatory and hearing people talk about it, you know, being concerned about their family members and stuff. Like when this all first blew off, I was, I was real concerned about my parents. That's why I I didn't see them for the longest time. I've seen them a few times recently. Um, but with the new spike, I probably should, uh, lay off again to keep them safe. They're in that high risk area. But I feel like this shit just ain't going to end this year. I really don't see it happening. Yeah, I don't see it happening either. Everybody was just so excited. Like, you know what I mean? I I, I mean, just comes back to it. I understand, like, me not working for these past three weeks have been fucking insane, dude. Like, I couldn't imagine being stuck at home. Like, there's only so much shit you can do and just be like, fuck, fuck, fuck. I want to go somewhere. I want to do something. Yeah. But at the same time, I I, underst- I understand it. So, I mean, you know, go outside. I mean, just follow basic fucking principles. You know, it, I mean, it's not rocket science. Like, now they're, now they're closing the beaches, Padres beaches and parks and stuff like that all, all around Texas. For 4th of July weekend, you know? That's embarrassing. That we don't have enough self-control 
to not flock to go. And I get you want to spend time with your families, but shit. Dude, I, but I think the other problem is is people want to spend time with their families, just good and stuff like that. But it's the some of the stuff that I've seen, you know, on social media and stuff that they're just out there having big old parties with their friends and stuff. And it's just like, you know, that's cool and all, but, you know, you're putting a lot more people at risk like that because not everybody is in the same exact environment. Yeah. And that's why, like, like, like even for my birthday party, you know, we had what, like maybe 10 people over there. Yeah. If that. But it was everybody that we knew. You know, everybody that had been either in self-quarantine or at our job. Yeah. So we we kind of knew exactly where everybody was at. Where had every, everybody had been, yeah. So that's a different situation. You know what I mean? It, it's just like, remember I told you uh, my buddy Mario. Yeah. He, I, well, he hadn't told us if he tested positive, but he said he was feeling the symptoms and he probably hasn't. You know, and I told him, I said, hey, brother, just stay home. You know, we'll... uh after it passes and you self quarantine, then hey, you know we'll see you when we see you. It's just it's not nothing against him. It's just when, when did he start feeling those symptoms? Um, he started feeling them last week. Oh, okay, so we're good. Yeah, no, 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 no. Yeah. But he had just got. I think he just got back from like Puerto Rico or some shit like that. Oh, so. uh, okay. But he likes see, to travel. I don't. I don't do a whole lot of looking into it, but I wonder like how bad is it on like those islands like you know you got puerto rico which isn't a real state it's part of the u.s but oh, it's they, not a state they shut the fuck down uh hawaii like how are they doing there they got a lot of cases are they imploding you know being an island like that and then the other one was uh, alaska like how's alaska doing up there you know not part of the continental 48 yeah. Well, I I mean, I know for a fact, like right now, Puerto Rico is locked the fuck down. Really? Yeah. Uh, the guy I always do, I did his black, uh, was it Frontier? Frontier, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that guy. That's where he's at now. He's been there since like June. Oh, he can't get out? No, no, no. He went, they, they, don't, they don't go back in. He's like, actually, they're lessening the restrictions because I guess he's coming back. Oh, okay. But he does have to self-quarantine for 14 days. When he comes back. So, I mean, but he was saying that, because uh, he called me not too long ago asking about uh, stalling some fog lights or some shit like that. But anyways, yeah, he said that he was over there and they let you go. Like, you can go out in your yard, but if you're conjugated in more than 10 people, then, I mean, I, I, don't, I guess the police would beat the fuck out of you. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I don't know how the laws is over there. He just said that they enforce it, so. I wasn't going to be like, so do they beat your ass? Do they, you know, shoot yeah. you? What do they do? You know? Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, it's it's back on the rise. Uh, I mean, it's so bad that the NBA is, you know, their players are concerned about going back to work. Yeah. I mean, there's actually, a, there's, a, there's a lot of people. Uh, you got the NBA. You got baseball coming back and even their concern. I know I, I was reading... Uh, What's his name? Uh, DeAndre Jordan. He's not gonna. He's not gonna participate in the bubble. Yeah, I was gonna say everybody's saying that they're concerned not about playing. They're concerned about the players actually following the bubble policy. But but see, here's the deal, especially when it comes to that. 
like Stephen A is over here talking about how they're trying to scare them into following rules in the bubble. Like, no, dude. Like, these are the rules that these you need. These are the rules, yeah. It's not fucking rocket science. Again, I I get people are so, like, and that's, this is what I don't get. Like, they're like, oh, they're taking your constitutional rights away by telling you what to do. Uh, yeah. No, they're giving you rules to follow in a situation to where something bad could happen. You know what I mean? It's like a fucking fire drill. Like, I wonder how much these players are actually owed for not playing. 20 bucks. That's what I say. 20 bucks. Like, I feel like for them, there should be, like, that incentive of getting your money going to finish off the season, you know. Because they're trying to get anything going. And then waiting, or basically what I'm saying is, like, these players that are saying, oh, well, I don't want to go, well, you don't get paid is where I'm getting with it. Like, right. You, you like, don't I understand it. your concern and stuff. But, you know, at some point, you got to go to work. And there's no working from home in the NBA. I mean, there is if uh, you're LeBron. I mean, hell, he got he made Taco Tuesday famous, apparently. So like, Even more famous? Even more famous. Really? Yeah, with this whole... Taco Tuesday. Yeah, you weren't going to catch me doing that on here, that's for sure. <laughs> no, but I mean... Yeah, it, it, I I get the concerns and it being alarming, but I think that's the sad part, though, dude. Is the concerns is about their own coworkers is basically what they are. They're playing yeah. their teammates and their you know fellow NBA players and stuff. Their concerns are about them not following the rules. Like that's kind of shitty that you have to be worried about going back to work because you're concerned about your coworkers. Well, I mean, and but that's the thing, like, especially, I mean, when you get people with, with money, they tend to think that they can do whatever the fuck they want. It, they don't see, I don't think they see this as a job, you know? And, half, and, and if you notice, half the people that are complaining are the big name guys, you know? Ooh, excuse me. The people that have already made money and all that shit, so... For them, it's nothing. Oh, I lost two million dollars. So what? Who gives a fuck? I still got forty-eight million in the bank. But I mean, at at the end of the day, what what that one? Now nah, I'm not gonna say that. It's so controversial. That one white uh, what was her name? She told LeBron to shut up and dribble or some stupid shit like that. No, oh, I don't know anything about that. But that's like. That's that controversial statement that they be trying to make you make. But no, I mean, I, I do think they should take precaution. I mean, it's what, a few months? <sighs> I wouldn't be surprised if it gets canceled altogether. Like, they have it set for July 31st, but it, I wouldn't be surprised at all if it's completely shut down. I think, unfortunately... Baseball is going to be the first major sport back. Of the, of the big three. Because they're doing no fans, football. right? They're completely. Yeah, no. So you can pay 
to have a cardboard cutout of yourself in the, in the stands. stands. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I saw something about that, but I thought it was a joke. No, no, that's true. I already bought mine. You bought yours to nah. be a cardboard. No, I haven't bought it. I'm just fucking around. Oh, okay. But I will. Honestly, I probably would. You would. Yeah, just to do it. Fuck it. Why not? Hopefully, I get on camera. Right. I'll pay extra. Just... <laughs> I hope my my little cardboard guy catches that home run ball. Yeah, we'll we'll see. May have to sneak onto the field myself. Yeah, but I'm not surprised by players being like, oh, "I don't want to play if there's no fans." Like, that's just like part of the thrill for them is to be in that stadium or clubhouse or wherever they're playing like whatever sport it is to have that roar when you're out there on the field yeah i mean that's that that that's the adrenaline rush so for that not to be there but even football players they're gonna be out there and they're gonna be like what is this bp like yeah i mean that's what it is that's what's gonna be who can hit the most home runs especially in baseball yeah I guess baseball's better than nothing, to be honest. And God, I hope there's football, man. Like, if it if it keeps trending the way it is, I'm getting more and more concerned the months as the months go by and things ain't I, getting better. Football will not happen. I tell you what, I don't I don't think there's gonna be football till at least at least October, at the earliest. Okay, so that's about a month's delay. That's not bad. At the earliest, if we're lucky. If, if we're everybody lucky. can get their shit under control, I say October's the earliest. But, man, uh, we got a local incident happen oh, recently. Oh, shit, yeah. Well, no, that, so the actual incident was last year. Okay. It was last year. Yeah, I, I saw the article on it today. Uh, we're talking about there was an accident in Cedar Park, street racing accident. Uh, unfortunately, uh, two children perished in the accident. And, you know, with all this Black Lives Matter and all this other stuff going on in the world right now, uh, they released the sentencing of the two drivers of the two separate vehicles that were involved in the racing. And they... Uh, one got seven years, 10 years probation, and the other one got jail time plus 10 years probation. And now everybody's calling it white privilege and the whole thing. If it was a black man, he would have been in jail for life. And all this other uh, nonsense, I guess. I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know exactly how you feel. Uh, the the kid they just released it on. I mean, and it was a kid. I understand being stupid. Yeah. Well, the way that the media presents it, um, honestly, I was thinking the exact same thing: white privilege. But that's just the way things are, dude. Like, I mean, you got money, you're gonna get taken care of. But, um. And that's the way the media wants you to see it. Because little did I know the guy that got some jail time and 10 years probation wasn't in the vehicle of the actual killings. He was part of the race 
and he fled the scene, but he was not involved in the actual wreck that killed the two children. So I'm like, well, that's a big red flag. It's too far. As far as like saying that it's white privilege, like it just doesn't make any sense to me. Like he did not kill those people. Yes. He was involved in the race. Yes. He fled. 10 years is a long time. But that's 10 years of probation. So it's not 10 years in jail. That's 10 years of probation. I mean, all that, all that is, is pretty much you can't fuck up. You're going to pay $50 a month, $100 a month, whatever the fuck it is. And you can't fuck up for 10 years, which in my, in my opinion, you know, being a father and all this and everything else involved with it. And of course, growing up and being, I guess, involved in street racing at one point or another in my life. Number one, the road they were racing on, I would, you would never, me personally, I would never race on. It's all bumpy. It's, I mean, it's just, it was stupid. It was, it was pure stupidity, but you know, 19 years old, that's what you're expected. Stupidity. So you're talking about your road or the road they were on? The road they were on. Oh, okay. Now, our like our road is bumpy as fuck and sketchy as hell, but it's not a major road in a city. You know what I mean? We're at rural country racing. Yeah. Yeah. Biggest fear we have is a you know a hog or something running out in front of us. Like the donkey. The donkey. Well, I mean, Danny's cousin did hit a horse back there, so you never know. You never know. But um, I mean, at the end of the day, you know, I don't, I don't think this is a whole white privilege thing. You know, the kid got ten years; he's gonna get some jail time. Uh, I mean, that, that sucks. All around, it sucks. But I, I figure that that's a fair punishment for the crime. You know, they want him to go to jail for life, and. And then people were comparing it to like a bank robbery, you know. Well, if the getaway driver's outside and someone kills him, they give him murder. Well, they also didn't charge the guy who wrecked the car with murder. They considered it a, what was it? A auto. So it wasn't even like homicide with a vehicular manslaughter or whatever no 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 no. it was i think the charge was reckless driving which resulted in a death but he had multiple oh, charges okay yeah yeah but he's i mean he got seven years and the other guy got uh illegal racing uh leaving the scene of a crime and i forgot something else maybe that's what's white privilege right there it's just the severity of the charges they are actually charged with well but here here's here's the thing too being involved in the law system <laughs> you know you can you can get charges reduced you you have a good enough lawyer you you pay and, and see that's what people don't understand the problem with people especially when it comes to like the prisons and and jail and you know going to court and they're like well white privilege and then they're all this black guy you get a court-appointed attorney. They don't care about you. You you pay 
for what you get. You see? So if you get a, a court appointed one, that's Joe Blow that didn't make it out in the fucking world as a lawyer, and that's where he's practicing law. Not saying that they're shitty, but they don't care. They see, you know, they don't get paid by the client. They don't get paid by the hour. They, you know, they're, they're probably making $20 an hour. Like my lawyer who did my kid custody deal, shit, she was making 100 I was paying her $100 an hour. $100 an hour. And that was with a discount. For her to draw out the papers, go sit in court. Like, that right there cost me $5,000. You know? And I won. And I got lucky I won at $5,000. So, I mean, that's that's what, I think that's what people don't understand. They're like, well, he had a lawyer. Well, he had a lawyer that really didn't give a shit. He wasn't, he wasn't going to make, you know, like the people that did, like, like I said, my lawyer, she made $5,000 off of me for her time for maybe 10 to 12 hours of time total. You know, those guys are going to make $20 an hour. They're there eight to five, just like a normal job. So. It, it it's just like you being a being a tech, right? Yeah. If you're hourly, would you try as hard if you were commissioned? No. Because you're already you're already guaranteed the pay, right? Yeah, just for being there. Exactly. And that's the way the court system works. That's what that's what people are are so they just see lawyer and that's it. So and that's why that's why I say like with the right lawyer. I mean, hell, I've I've gotten tickets, gone to jail, and I've got my shit reduced from class B to class C. You know, five hundred dollar fines or two hundred dollar fines. I mean, it just honestly, it just depends on who you have. So, so charges can always be reduced, especially if it you know depending on how many times you've been tried with the shit. You know, stuff like that. There's a lot of variables in there. So do I think this is a case of white privilege? No, I think it's a case of actually having a good lawyer. I'm not saying that. Did he have a good lawyer because of white privilege? I mean, if you consider white privilege, mom and daddy working their ass off to make money, then I guess so. That's what I think a lot of people recognize it as. Then I guess I didn't know. I guess me and the wife were white privilege, even though we're brown. Maybe we're brown privilege. I, I mean, I don't know. I don't know how this works. I don't. I don't know. I guess it goes into the definition of what is white privilege. I don't know. I think there's just the big old war of minorities versus whites, like, and it's just blown out of proportion. Like anything the whites do is just gonna be wrong. Yeah, it don't. It it honestly doesn't matter at this point. Everybody's gonna still think the same. Like. I don't think there's no legal definition of white privilege. Yeah. Well, it means to say we're watching that show that she had on earlier. And uh, they had in the episode, it was a black guy that killed some people and buried them in his backyard. The only reason they were found was because they had a water leak, a water, uh, main water leak. And they had to dig it up to get to the line. They found the bodies. Well, they keep interrogating this guy 
and they're digging into his background, find out that he had a um, incident with the KKK, and it changed him for life. And he was saying, you know, hating on white people, like he just, it, it was, you could see like the way the character was built, the hatred was just so deep against white people. That was the only people he killed was white people. And I started laughing. I was like, well, you know, in today's society, he's a hero. Because if it was the other way around, he was a racist. I don't yep. think I don't think that the racism goes both ways. No, they they don't. People in this world don't see it like that anymore. Like, okay, so so check this out, and and I want to say this was in St. Louis as well. I know this is going to go into our next topic here, but these people bought a business to white people and they had put all these posters up and signs and this and that for black lives matter, whoever owned it before them, you know, cause it was a, uh, a company that was affected by the rioters and shit like that. So they, they bought the building and they're planning on fixing it up. So they get there. Right. And they're removing these signs Obviously, it's their business front, and they're going to start remodeling. And these, I should say, I don't say these. There, there was one black dude there in their face talking shit to him. And they're like, he's like, what are you doing? You taking down our signs? Are you fucking racist? You don't care about black lives? He's like, no, we just bought this. Bill. No, no, no. You don't care? You don't care? We'll be back. We'll be back. This store, this company will never open. And this guy was just so enraged. And these people did nothing to him except for remove the signs on the building they just bought. And I think like something like that, it, it, it's just, it's so upsetting. You know what I mean? Like people work hard in this world to get somewhere. And I'm, I'm sorry. I, I think... I don't think it's based off of your color, your skin. I think it's based off of your work ethic and how much dedication you have to it. Not saying there ain't no spoiled little motherfuckers out there in this world that ain't done shit and got spoon fed. But somebody had to work hard, you know, and that comes down to parenting and shit like that, which is a whole completely different subject, you know? Yeah. But, you know, I, I just, it, it sucks. It uh, it sucks right now to be successful in this world, whether whatever skin color you are. They don't, it, it doesn't matter. Like they see it as Mexicans can't be racist, blacks can't be racist, only white people can be racist. And I mean, I, I have friends personally of different, different races, you know, I, I don't. Like I said, I don't I don't care. I judge a person by his character, not by the color of their skin, which I think everybody should, but nobody does. And uh you know, I, I just think it's 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 too hard to succeed right now. Especially with everything going on. You're damned if you do, if you damned if you don't. Yeah. So then so then uh Speaking of St. Louis, we go into our next topic here. 
We have the uh, the lawyers uh, pointing guns at a peaceful protest. At least that's what the media says. They were lawyers. Yeah, they they are. Uh, what the fuck? The people that get hurt. What are those lawyers called? Accidental attorneys. I don't know. I can't remember what they're called, but injury attorneys. Injury attorneys. Yeah. So there were two injury attorneys. And uh, living on their property, property that is on their private street and their gated community. And, uh, you know, the media says it's a, uh, you know, they not even necessarily a hate crime. I guess it was they just say it as two white people point guns at Black Lives Matter movement protesters protesters whatever and that's and so people are in uproar on this which that right there covered it actually covered multiple things because they're like well this is why we need gun control this is why and so on this though I mean I don't know how, how do you feel I guess about the whole situation you think who technically do you think is at fault? The protesters. So after looking into it, the St. Louis has been known to have these private properties that have private streets. You know, it could be a gated community. It doesn't have to be. But they have private streets and the houses and everything. Everything along that street is private property. And from what I understand, the city knows this. Like, it's, I don't know, apparently gone back since before the Civil War. Like, that's how long it's been like that. And for the protesters to come marching through, it just doesn't make any sense to why they were going to be made out to be the victims. You know, you're going on to somebody else's property. I know there's signs posted everywhere there. There has to be. They want people to know. To know that there's it, their private property, and it goes back to what you say in the last segment about you know working hard. Well, that's what they did. They worked hard, became injury attorneys, and you know bought a street, bought it. Yeah, <laughs> I mean that's basically what yeah. it is. And the, the city knows they they can't do anything about it because the city doesn't even take care of the maintenance of the streets because it's a private street. The the property owner has to pay for any damages or anything to those streets. They regulate who can be on that street, who can't and stuff like that. Like it's all on the property owner to take care of everything there because it's their property. And I don't understand how the media can come out and just, Oh, well these guys were peacefully protesting and stuff. And these people did not have the right to show brandish their gun to protesters like that. Well, Sorry to tell you, but they did. Like you cannot be on someone's private property and expect to not. Like I don't, I don't know. I guess maybe it's just a St. Louis thing. Like they're not used to that kind of thing. But I know in Texas, you probably get shot. Yeah. So I guess this whole ordeal, I I kind of got mixed emotions about it. I think honestly, I think they're both at fault. Uh, number one, I I, the protesters they. I mean, there's photos. They broke down a gate in the video that they posted. They went through a gate that they broke. You know what I mean? It's like, 
it's like common sense. And I understand, I know the backstory of it was, I guess the mayor had released some information of people or some shit like that. I don't, I don't fucking know. But they were trying to get to the mayor's house and they went through this guy's fucking property. You know? So yes, the protesters were in the wrong, but I also think the, the homeowners themselves were in the wrong. Number number one, I think the only reason why they were in the wrong is uh, they had zero gun safety and it looked like they had zero gun handling skills whatsoever. And I think they... As a as a gun owner, um, that stuff right there puts a bad taste in people's mouth, you know, just because especially the way they they handled it, how they handled their guns. You could tell they were very inexperienced, like they own a gun just to own a gun, not to shoot it or anything like that. So, yeah, they they own it to protect their property. Yeah, but obviously, honestly, no, I mean, they. If if you watch the video through and through, I mean, hell, they pointed the guns at each other at one point in time. Like, you know, you never basically like the gun basic gun safeties, like of never pointed at a person. Correct, always point at the ground, yeah. shit like that. Because because you can always intimidate without just brandishing it, not pointing it at them. Exactly, and that and that's the thing. Like, I think as a as a I would I I don't know how I would put myself I guess a uh, smart gun owner you know if I feel like my life has been being threatened then my gun will come out but I'm not gonna point my gun at you or at anybody unless I intend to use it you know what I mean like it's it to me I I don't it it's not a uh, I don't want it to be used as a intimidation factor type deal so I don't know but there I mean it, once again I think the media turns it into a, a bigger deal than it actually is and they're doing it for views I mean that's all that's all that's all this shit's for nowadays is for views to be recognized to be the next you know there is there is the next rod you, you know. so you're talking about clickbait yeah I mean that's all that's all this shit is you know, going going back to the the KXAN one, you know, their thing. He gets charged with ten years probation. You have to read to show that he got jail time in that. This one here, white couple shoot, you know, shows guns yeah, to black protesters. Like that's that's all this is. It's all media it's propaganda. Yeah, manipulation. I mean. Everybody. Well, that, that, that's why it's just getting harder and harder to like trust the media. Anything that they're putting out is at, on their own agenda. Oh yeah, and it, it's becoming more and more blatantly obvious. But you know, people flock to it like the little sheep that they are. Like they're just gonna believe every single thing that they say without questioning anything. But they don't ever. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, it, it's all for political. I, honestly, I think for me personally, I think it's all for a political agenda. You know, I'm sure it is. They want Trump out of office. They want all this other shit. It's fucking. It's insane, dude. You can't. You can't do or say nothing nowadays. It's just it's fucking horrible. Yeah. 
But I mean, on a a different note today, I hurt my hand. Uh, yeah, punched some dude's car in the parking lot. Now, why would you do something stupid like that? Well, first of all, I guess let me paint the scenario here. So, I'm going. Well, I don't care what scenario you paint, fool. It's gonna be stupid. Nah, hell no. Nah. <laughs> so, my question is: When you're in front of a Walmart, Target, any kind of situations like that, what are the signs say by the doors? Slow or stop? Stop when pedestrians are in the walkway. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this fucking worthless piece of shit. He probably was a white privilege motherfucker. I'll tell you that much. Nah, I don't know. I think he was a Mexican. So he almost hits this dad who's got two kids, right? And I see the dad kind of jump and pull the kids. And I'm like, what the fuck? Well, the guy keeps driving. I mean, literally inches away from me. So I just like, I fucking punch, swung at his shit and said, what the fuck are you doing? And he just kept driving. But dude, I mean, people are fucking stupid in this world. Dude, they are. I'm telling you, man. It's it's not a very bright future, ahead, dude, at all. No shit. The people that are, you know, rioting and stuff like that. I mean, honestly, there's not a lot of old people out there. These these are the, this is the future generation. This is going to be who's running the country eventually. I'm, I'm scared. I guess I'm ready to retire. I'm worried too, dude. Like a lot of people are like, "Why don't you want kids?" I ain't trying to bring kids into this world, dude. Like there's no glimpse of a bright future ahead at all. Yeah, I'm I'm hoping I'm hoping at the end of the day uh smarter people will be able to I mean just just open their eyes. I mean if you use common sense in majority of this shit, right? They they want to stop racism. You know, I, I watched this video the other day with uh Morgan Freeman. Okay. All right. And they're asking him about racism and being African American and stuff like that. Yeah. So they're asking him and he's like they're like how do you, how do we stop racism in the world? Stop talking about it. You know, then they ask him, How do you feel about having a black history month? I don't like it. Yeah, I hate it. I, I hate it. Yeah. It's American history. I mean, where's white people history month? Where's Asian people month? You know what I mean? So, I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, people, it, it's not good. I mean, look at the self-policing they had in Seattle. What was that? Self-policing? No. Like, what were they doing? Oh, they, they killed two kids. Really? Yeah. Was not White even. White kids? No, two, uh, a 16-year-old. And a fourteen-year-old, both uh, both black kids. Oh, okay. And it was it was the wrong car, the wrong car. Fucking shitty. Um. So they're self-policing, and the police force is defunded in Seattle, or what? No, no. So they did some kind of deal where they had like they broke off and made their own little city or some shit like that. They call it, I think it's, it was called the Chop. Some some shit like that. But anyways, so I guess someone had stole a Jeep, right? And we're shooting at those people in that little area because there's no cops. It's just fucking self. Uh, people arming themselves with guns, right? 
Well, these two kids, this kid's driving around in, in a silver Jeep, and the Jeep that was stolen was a white Jeep. And so they're like, he's coming around the corner. There he is. And the 16-year-old kid sees all these people with a fucking gun. What do you think he's going to do? He mashed the fucking gas, and they lit him up. 16 and 14-year-old kid, man. Shit's fucking shitty. And then, uh, apparently, there's a video going around where they executed one of the kids that was alive. They're like, oh, this one's still moving. And uh, I think Bando said that shit last night. You know what? I think I remember him saying something about that. I didn't know that's what you were talking about. Yeah, I mean, that dude, it's so fucking... You want to put... You know, you want to defund the police and all this other shit. Like, this makes zero fucking sense. You want to put... You know, I'd rather have some training than no training. You know what I mean? My opinion. Yeah. So, I mean, you're talking about... I mean, it's just... It's fucking horrible, dude. Fucking horrible. Like... Like right now, I'm scared for my kids to grow up. I'm telling you, dude. It, I just don't see a very bright future for this country. Like it's, if it keeps going the way that it's going, and uh, Trump 2020, but if you know Biden gets into the office and stuff like that, there's no telling what's gonna happen. I mean, at this point, at, at this point, and if you notice with like a lot of young people, all they care about is like, oh, legalize weed. Because that's important. You know? And I've had this argument before. I said, why do you want to legalize weed? Well, that way I don't get in trouble for smoking it. So you want the government to control how much that shit costs. And I told him, I said, this is why I'm against, you know, weed being legalized. And he's like, what? You're against it? That's fucked up. And I was like, dude, I don't, I mean, I don't smoke anymore. I used to. Yeah. But at the same time, you got to think about it. If they legalize weed, it's just like now. You go to a, a weed dispensary and stuff like that, and you get a pre-rolled fucking joint for $30. Why? Because it's legal. legal. And they tax the shit out of it. And that's what I try to explain to them. I said, you're going to go try to get a, you know, back back Next in my day. You know, it was like they're going to be just like the tobacco companies. Pre-rolled in a pack at the gas station, yeah, with some bullshit ass Reggie in it. Thirty dollars a fucking pack, you know. I mean, but that's 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 what people are more concerned about. Not they're like, oh, let's legalize weed. Well, you know, let's uh not have border security. Let's not you know fix some of the uh, problems we have here at work at you know in the world. Let's legalize weed. Let's take guns away and all of our problems will go away. I don't know. Simple-minded people. That's going to do it for us today. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. We out.